Hello, footy fans, and welcome back to another episode of Kids Talk Footy. And we're into the second round of our footy net footy frenzy. And we're going to be doing the usual, a few segments cut out, but let's just get straight into it. We've got Maddie and Bassy with us. How are we going, guys? Good. Maddie? Yeah, I'm uh, let's get straight into it with a yeah review and moment of the week. Um, we'll do the review first. Uh, first game, Hawks versus Adelaide. Matthew, do you want to take us through a very important uh, part of Adelaide's season? Me. Oh, so right. Matthew. Yep. So, picture. So Adelaide, breakish. Do not repeat history. Let's use it like that. Adelaide, do not repeat history as they beat, as they get their first win of the season against Hawthorne to kick, to at least get something this season. You know, they, you didn't want to, let's be real, no team wants to go, um, wants to go winless. But they end up winning by 35 points at Adelaide Oval. And their fans have something to cheer about after all. And then there was the Essendon Eagles game. Following that, uh, it was the Eagles. Uh, they got off to a great start. They kicked four goals. Um, Essendon had their chances though. Uh, they kicked one goal for uh, the last of the Eagles' goals. It was the first of uh, BJ Williams' goals. Uh, first career goal for BJ Williams. Second quarter, the Eagles uh, built a lead. Then Essendon reeled it in. Uh, and kept it close during the third quarter, but a goal within seconds of the break um, and the Eagles went into the break 21 points up. Fourth quarter, only one goal kicked, which was by McDonald, Tip and Moody, uh, but the Eagles managed to grind out the 15-point win in the end. Uh, but it was a good game from West Coast. Uh, they played very well. Uh, Nat, again, played well in the Rock. Didn't have, obviously, his best game, but, you know, continued to play well and continues to play well this season. Um, but, yeah, managed to grind it out uh, after a good effort by Essendon, though. They put, a, they put in their best. Uh, but, you know, you can't, beat, uh, you can't beat the Eagles at the moment, can you? No. Oh, no. Nah, no, Eagles are... They're vulnerable. They are vulnerable away from home, as shown by them losing to Richmond last week. Yep. So, but they should make top four, especially when Richmond has that bye, which will hurt Richmond. But West Coast should make top four. They play St Kilda next, if I'm aware. So uh, that's going to be a. V- I'm pretty sure they play St Kilda. So that's going to be a very tough game. No, they play the Dogs. Next, and then St Kilda. So they're going to be a tough few games for West Coast, but they should win both of them. Mm. But we'll just have to see what happens. And then right. Sam, you'll take us through Richmond versus Dockers. Yep. All right. So this game was, um, in my, I think, I actually thought Freo had a chance. A big chance. They, were, they kept with Richmond the first three quarters. Um, with um, Sarong playing well. All the stars were picking up. All the young guns were picking up. Richmond were playing average football. But in the last quarter, Richmond just broke loose. 
and they just got on top of the sorry <laughs> on top of Freo by 27 points, 56 to 29 at the end at Metricon Stadium. So it was, yeah, I, I honestly thought it was. It was a pretty good game. I kind of thought it was going to be a bit of a belting, but it wasn't as much until the very end. Yeah, I mean, Freo stuck with them. Yeah, they they, they didn't get blown out. Because Richmond weren't capitalising on their chances. But in the end, Richmond, you know, they're going to get to that 20-point lead and they're just going to hold it, which they did exactly that. And then... Thursday. Now, Sydney versus Melbourne. First game of the season in Cairns. Um, Yes, up at Kazali Stadium. Uh, It was just... A very disappointing performance from Demons, who went in as obviously the hot favourites against uh, the salad dwellers that are the Swans. Um, they didn't they didn't challenge Sydney at all. Sydney just controlled it, and they just you know took the win. They shut down Petrarca and and the rest of their midfield unit. Uh, but you know, credit to Sydney though, they've been playing some pretty good footy for someone I mean- you know as low as them. There was a passage of play. It was just like a whole passage of play in the fourth quarter. It was really bad. I think it was Gorn missed from 15 out. Yeah, it was horrible. And then Melbourne go down. Papley, wide open, drubs the kick, missed it. And then Ed Langdon kicks it in and it goes straight to, who was it, McInerney? Oh. Yeah, I'll definitely be talking about this in the inaccuracy section, don't worry. <laughs> like, I was just poor. I know it was windy up there, but come on. Some chances they had. Oh, like, snap on the angle just before that. Oh, it was Ryan Clark, sorry, that scored it. Yeah, yeah I know. So, it's a bit... I don't know. It, they should have scored. They should. Melbourne should have won this. They knew it's a missed opportunity. As now, GWS, who we're going to talk about very just after this has taken their spot in the top eight of the ladder, and Melbourne are in trouble if they want to make finals this year. Mm. There's been some pretty average footy for the teams sitting on the uh, fringe. They've they've put in all of this effort most weeks, but then they they have these poor, poor games, and it just seems like, you know, that game... And compared to Sydney's position, you don't think... It obviously, it wasn't a massive margin, but it didn't look like uh, Melbourne were really any chance of winning it, so... Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, as you said, onto the GWS Carlton, Matty. Do you want to take us to that one? Yeah, so the blue... It was a story of inaccuracy for both teams, mainly GWS who at halftime were one goal nine, which is not... When you're... And when you're dominating, you do not want to be down at halftime from kicking one goal nine. But it was a goal the second quarter, and it was... Blues were up by 15 at the three... At three-quarter time before... Giants just absolutely stormed away, kicking four goals, one to one behind in the last quarter. Jake, Jake Riccardi, yeah, two, goals two of those and, goals. Yep, and well, very poor from Carlton's perspective if you're going to look at it like that. Yeah, Cripps obviously got tagged. 
So everyone's everyone's saying um, Mackay poor poor kicking, but every everyone's saying um, missed opportunity for you know Carlton season's over. I don't think if you're looking at it, Carlton we're going you know we weren't expecting to make finals this year, but they sure act like we were supposed to. But yeah, missed opportunities and the Giants win by nine points at Metricon Stadium. And then it was the uh, last game of the round, Lions versus Collingwood Sam. And you want to go and take it away? Okay, um, a bit disappointing for Collingwood fans. Um, overall, um, Brisbane got the better of us. I think uh, Collingwood did play better throughout the whole game, throughout the whole game, but just the Fords weren't the Fords just weren't there. They're just you had one bad quarter. You had one yeah, bad quarter. Yeah, that was the only bad quarter we had. And uh, I felt bad for the defenders. That the, the ball kept coming, going down there and down there and down there. Midfield was right. The forwards, just Jaden Stevenson, um, check But Mason Cox, I don't blame him. They're just kicking it to his head. They're not giving him any room to run and jump the footy. And that we just made Collingwood just made a lot of mistakes, including my checks miss um, marking drops right in front of goal. Just they get a few turnover goals. Brisbane got just Brisbane. I'm not saying they played bad; they played all right. But they didn't have an outstanding game. Collingwood played better in the first, better in the second, and better in the fourth. That's three out. Of, that's three to one. It's just in the last quarter we had roughly. 20 to 25 inside 50s with one goal kicked. So, but overall, um, Brisbane got the win 30, 42 to 34 by eight points. Yeah, kicking. And together, uh, it was very electrifying, the crowd there. The kicking. Lions did lose one early on to Fullerton in the first quarter, and then they lost all all Australian defender host Andrews after half time. So, they were only two on the bench. But as you said, Sam, kicking really was not the story of that game. Um, first quarter two, there was plenty of kicks that players had to pick up off the half volley because they just didn't make the distance. So yeah. it's poor kicking yeah. from both teams. But yeah. all right. So now let's go into the teams for tonight. So for the Kangas, in is Perez, Polek, who that's been a bit of a long time coming. And Zeeble, one of the most outstanding plays, out. So the outs here, all these plays here were omitted. Majak Thor, Ahern, and Murphy. So the milestones are Flynn Perez, his debut, and Josh Walker, he's playing his 100th game. Now for the Cats. Port, Port Adelaide. Oh, the Cats. Port. I say the Cats. Anyway, Houston is back from that um, incident. Motlop's back in, and Farrell's back in. Out, um, Bonner is it was admitted, Ebert was admitted, and Westhoff was admitted. He actually used to be their key forward since Charlie Dixon has p- picked up. Yeah, he's, he's struggling. He's getting, he's getting, getting the back line a bit now, just struggling, and no milestones from the court there. All right, now let's go into our predictions. All right, so... 
Tonight's game, North, 17th place North Melbourne are coming up against top of the table leaders in Port Adelaide at Metropon Stadium. Who do you got? Uh, Port Adelaide should be quite easy for them. Yep. Alrighty. Then 7th place St Kilda are coming up against 16th place out of form Hawthorne. Now... This is at Metricon again. Who do you have this game? Because St Kilda, St Kilda are due for those bad games like Melbourne. But yeah, I reckon Saint the Saints will get the job done. I mean, yep. I don't see the Hawks winning after the performance last week. Yeah. Credit to Adelaide though; they played what good footy, but you know, wasn't yeah. a, a good standard for Hawks. Uh, Fourth place Geelong coming up against eleventh. Place Essendon at the Gabba. Uh, Geelong here, have? yep. Geelong. I'm gonna go Geelong. I reckon they are them and Richmond are the favourites to win the Premiership. I'll say that right now. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think because they're both playing really, really good right now. Mm. Port maybe not as much, obviously not as much finals experience, and Brisbane's inaccuracies can definitely hurt them in finals. Yeah. Tenth place dogs later that night are coming up against the fifth place Eagles fighting for a top four spot. Boys, this is a very good game. Who do you have? Eagles. Yeah, definitely the Eagles. They've got to be Eagles. careful, though, um, Bulldogs. If they want to win it, they're going to have to be careful with this ruck situation. Because if they try and play this Dunkley thing in the ruck against Nitnat, that's definitely not going to work for them at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to need Tim English in there. And, you know, if Tim English doesn't uh, play too well, it, obviously then Nitnat's going to dominate. So it's kind of up to the ruck, ruck thing. Ruck uh, performance from who it, whoever wins, obviously, is going to have the better performance from the ruck, I'd imagine. Uh, ninth place, Melbourne, the next day, are coming up against the up-and-coming 14th place Fremantle Dockers. Yeah, I've got, um, I've, I've got Melbourne. I've got Demons. I reckon Freo are going to put up a really good fight, but I reckon it's just not going to be enough. Did I say Blues? I think you yeah, may have, yes. Demons, I don't know why I said Blues. Sorry. Been the brain <laughs> yeah. um, Then the Jubilus Adelaide Crows, who just got their first win on the weekend, but are still sitting in last place, are coming up against 8th place in form GWS um GWS yep um GW yeah hopefully Ricardo kicks a few too be nice yeah, to now credit to Adelaide getting their first win of the mm. season but yeah I reckon GWS now this next game is very tough very difficult to tell 12th place Carlton coming off two losses in a row to Collingwood and GWS. Both missed opportunities they were. Against Sydney, who just beat Melbourne and are only a win behind Carlton. Who do you have? Um, this is kind of the make or break for Carlton's season. They can still make finals if obviously they don't win this. They should be ruled out pretty much. Um, but I've gone with Carlton here. Uh, yeah, earlier yeah. in the year, I would have, you know, straight away said Carlton. But I'm a bit nervous about this one. Mm. I'm very nervous. But I'm still 
going to go to Carlton because we sh- they should win this at least. Seth? I, I said the Lions. And the final game of the round, second place Brisbane coming up against their rivals in the Q Clash, 13th place Gold Coast. Wait, can I find us? Did I just say, did I just say Brisbane before? Yes, I think so. Oh, my, I hate the Blues. I don't know what is wrong with my head right now. Yeah, I did. I, did, I tipped Brisbane for the Gold Coast game, so I don't know what's wrong with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Brisbane. Anyway, yeah, yeah I said Brisbane. Yeah, Brisbane should absolutely smash them. And Lions against this older club. This should be a good game. And then we have... Now, some news, mate. You want to take us through some news that's uh, emerged since our last podcast, obviously. Now, the big story... There's been two big stories, actually. The big story has been... The Gabba is hosting the grand final... A night grand final, and as com- so, this is the first time in history that the grand final has been outside of Victoria, and it's probably like the sixth time it's not been at the MCG. So it's going to be interesting, but as a result, MCG are getting one extra year, which will be like two. They signed a deal to like 2050, so they'll be getting a deal for one year longer. And another big one, Sydney Stack, Richmond, Sydney Stack and Coleman Jones are banned for 10 games and Richmond are fined 100k as both players were sent home for an incident outside a strip club after a fight happened. But with yeah, how strip club would you be? Oh, they didn't get a fight. If they're fighting, I reckon they might have not been caught, but how dumb did we have a fight? So I believe what happened is they went and got kebabs and they sat outside on the curb to eat them and some guy yeah. came up and punched uh, Coleman Jones uh, and then both of them, you know, uh, went at, the, obviously, the person, I'm not sure who he was, uh, who punched Coleman Jones and then, obviously, it ended up with uh, both of them, Sydney Stack, but, and, you know, in through the result that it was now, so... Yeah, and then just some um, contract news. Dixon and Power Pepper have signed on with Port Adelaide with Jack Steele signing a two-year deal to, you know, just release all the transfer tension between him and other clubs with him staying at St Kilda. Um, Jack's... Geelong young defender Jack Henry and Carlton young defender Marshbank has signed, have also signed. So that's the future of their defence for both clubs. And Cox has activated another year, while Leon Cameron, the coach who took the Giants to their first ever grand final, signs and signs on until twenty twenty two. So that should be good. And injury news yeah. too. Oh, there's a oh, there's been a few injuries. Shuey, in fact, actually did his double hamstring in that lost in that win against Essendon. So, you know, this could be. I don't know how. I don't know how you can do that. But I think but he, he, he strained one hamstring, and he went back. He was obviously battling with that strained hamstring when he returned, uh, and then he obviously he did it again, and then they sent him back on. 
Uh, and then he did the other hamstring, strained the other one. Oh, so. last, and for last, he strained both hamstrings. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Ben Brown too. Uh, he could be the last. He could have played his last game for the Roos. Uh, he's ruled out for the rest of the season, uh, along with Andy McGrath yep. and Latham Vandermeer. Uh, and Easton Woods missing two to three weeks with another hamstring. Uh, and then Warple, one thousand dollar fine uh, for uh, striking uh, at the for the tribunal and Nitnat five hundred dollar fine. And then Latham Vandermeer and Andy McGrath will miss the rest of the season due to injuries, with Pierce Hanley retiring. Effective immediately too, so. Yeah. So, now, Sam, inaccuracy. Yes. So today, this week's kicking, obviously every week, the day if I play these days, the kicking was atrocious. So, um, 93 behinds. The team with the most behinds were GWS with 12 behinds. So, some inaccurate players. And our first inaccurate player was Harry Mackay from the Blues, who finished three behinds. I want to hit all of them. They None of them were extremely hard kicks. At least he, uh, he should at least kick one or two behinds. Well, I think Carlton, most of Carlton's forward line very inaccurate. Danaher kicked no goals and three behinds. And uh, one thing I'd like to mention is also... The Collingwood game versus Brisbane, um, the inaccuracy going to a 50 for Collingwood. They have one goal going, I think I mentioned it earlier, one goal to 25 entries, something like that. The Collingwood Wait, game. who's this? Who's this? Yeah, um, the Collingwood-Brisbane game. Collingwood oh, just could not hit a target. They're kicking it to packs. They're just kicking it to Brisbane players. It's just horrible. And then the main thing I want to mention, um, the Swans versus Melbourne game. So, um, there's been a, lot, a bit of controversy about how, because there's a lot of stuff up play. There was one passenger play where it was a 50-metre penalty, and Egg Langdon was right in front. He missed it, like, directly in front, 15 up there on a slight angle. Then, um, Papley went down the other end, shanked it on the side of his boot. Then Gorn, wait, no, no, no sorry. Then after Ed Langdon's miss, Gorn had a shot at goal, but on a tiny little slight angle broken in front. Absolutely shanks it, not even close, almost down the pool. Then on, down the other end, Patley's wide open dribbles, it, it dribbled. That should have nothing to do with the win. And then um, Ed Langdon went to kick it out right to a Sydney player. See, people saying it's windy. I understand it was windy. It's not easy to kick it in from the wind. But somewhat a Sydney player just kicked a snap from, I think it was Clark, Okay, on the boundary, kick the snap when people missing when other players are missing slightly out, slightly on a slight angle, fifteen out directly in front. That's why I don't. Yeah, um, the, according to especially Chan- for the fans for those clubs, um, but it should have been a much higher scoreline than what it was. Yeah, according to Champion data, it's actually a high accuracy. Uh, snaps have a higher conversion rate um, and accuracy than drop punts. Yeah, but that's uh, in the... Because no one can kick drop punts these days. I'm saying in the wind, snaps you think are probably a little bit harder because drop punts you can eat. Snaps you don't know where the ball's... In, drop punts, you can you can aim for one goalpost. Snaps it's a little bit harder to do that because it, it can easily go off the side of your boot or something like that. Mm. But I think that we're not... Some players, just they kick too many snaps, they can easily get the drop punt done, but they decide to go for a snap and half the time they miss it. So, but I was, yeah... 
disappointing for Melbourne City fans. They should have been much higher scoreline. Should have been a much, it was a good game. It should have been an even better game. The score should have been much more. I was just watching the I was watching an old Collingwood game um, from the nineties, I think. And they they kicked twenty six goals and 10-15 behind. I think. Now, it's, uh, if that if they even got that much, it'd be the other way around. Mm. Mm. I was um I heard this stuff for the Carlton Giants game. Um, yeah. The last 42 inside 50s that the Blues had, they had scored one goal. So, I don't know what's going on, but some things, I mean, I don't know what it is this year. Is it normally like, I, I don't know, I, it might normally be like this. I'm not too sure. We might have to get the statistics up. But, Everyone's been quite accurate and wasteful this year. Um, anyway. On to Supercoach now. Uh, top three highest scores from the round. Matt Crouch, uh, 162. Led at the way for Adelaide. Max Gorn, 150. Jake Lloyd, 143. Always consistent as he is. Uh, my final Supercoach score was 1,823. What about yours, guys? Mine was, I had a lot of, I mean, I had a lot of people with buys. I had 1,535. I had one, if I can remember this off my head, 1,650, if I do remember. Um, what about your trades? Who have you brought in for this week? And taken out, obviously. Now, 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 I've done some big trades here, very big trades. As Adams and Grundy are having buys this week and Harris Andrew getting injured in that game on the weekend last night, I have brought in... I was going to bring in Nit Natanui, but I didn't. And I brought in Goldstein for the Ruck with... I brought in Caleb Daniel at the back line for Harris Andrews. And I finally brought him in. Jared Lyons I have brought in for Taylor Adams. Yeah, my two tra- my trades uh, were I used my last two trades for this season. Uh, hopefully I get no injuries going forward. But... I still have two left. Mm. So, oh, so I removed... Yeah. Uh, Grundy and Bolter, uh, and combined price for that both of them, I managed to get Nitnat and Roy Lobb in. So, obviously, okay. my last two trades, I went for the best I possibly could. So for me, um, I have six or seven Collingwood players. I put them on my bench because now it's the best eighteen. I had to put a few emergencies there. My trades, I, this is all about my Ruckman because Grundy was out and Darcy Cameron. Darcy Cameron's actually been dropped. Part of the last week. So I've put Darcy Cameron as my emergency. I've traded out Grundy for Max Scorn. And I've also traded out Mabia Chole, Richmond I have a buy, and I've take, put in Rory Lobb, who scored 104 last week. Mm. Okay. Um, well, thank you for um, listening, guys. So please make sure to. Subscribe to our, <laughs> follow our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Um, if you have any 
ideas or segments which you add in, please let us know there. DM us on Instagram. Um, thank you for watching. We're, we love doing this. Uh, we had some fun. We hope you enjoyed listening, and we'll see you next week.